Are you a college student looking for extra guidance on how to figure out your life after college? Maybe you need to spice up your resume, find the best way to answer difficult interview questions, or you just want to be in the right mindset for determining your career path. My best-selling career ebook guide is now available on the official podcast website at whatfulfillsyou.com where you can also find the recent merchandise drop of the What Fulfills You daily signature notebook, which is my go-to vegan leather notebook for writing down gratitude, priorities, meeting notes, and so much more. You can find all of this on the official website at whatfulfillsyou.com. Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, hello, everyone. Happy Thursday. Welcome back to the What Fulfills You podcast or welcome if you are brand new here. My name is Emily Elizabeth and I am your host. On today's episode, if you can't tell by the title, I will be diving into three pieces of advice I would tell my younger self and of course you guys who are listening relating to the dating and relationship and hookup culture especially in today's world because today is very different than 30 years ago which was when our parents were experiencing their own dating and relationship course and for us you know we have dating apps and we have instagram and we have a lot more variables that throw into the game of hooking up and comparison and comparing to other women and all of that and like I said it's something that I have struggled with I would talk a lot about it with my one of my best friends Dana and I'm happy to say that I feel like I've grown out of a lot of my past insecurities and my past bad habits if you will when it came to the talking or dating phase with guys in my life and because I feel emotionally removed from those insecurities I'm able to speak about it on today's episode. I hope you enjoy this it is a quick one and that's what I like to keep my Thursday bonus episodes as so with that being said let's just dive into the episode. So I'm going to dive into three pieces of advice I would tell my younger self, not only when I was in a long-term relationship of four years, but also the initial year after I had gone out of the relationship and finally got into the dating scene again. And the first one is going to be a little bit of a touchy topic, I think, but I want to elaborate on it because I struggled with this myself. The first one is simply that the body count doesn't really matter in the grand scheme of things. Now, I do want to preface that I actually hold a more traditional view on the intimate experience of sex and sleeping around and whatever um, you want to call it. But at the same time, I have learned that Holding a grudge or feeling insecure about the previous women that the guy I'm currently with or dating, whatever, um, holding a grudge against how many of them or who they were does no good for me. And in fact, 
it's usually almost hysterical because you think about it and it's like you're holding this insecurity about something he did before he ever even met you, you know? Um, And then to touch on that, I even think about my own personal experiences. I am not perfect, right? And I think many of us can say the same. And even to dive into my own personal experiences, I'm not really going to get deep into it, but I will say that from my own experience, I have realized that my body count number or whatever you want to call it does not speak on the quality of a woman I am or the type of person I am. Um, You know, I, I think like maybe if it's over a certain number, if it's like a large, large number, then that might be something else. But, you know, in terms of, you know, depends on the person's age and their life experience, whether they've been in a relationship or if they haven't yet, I think that regardless, the number should not play a role in how you perceive someone because I will admit I used to say I think this is I was a sophomore in college I used to say that I would not want my future husband to have like slept with more than x amount of people and vice versa about myself and I look back and I think that's really funny because it's like why does that number matter so much right Um, and again it can be different if you hold more of a religious view on this kind of intimate experience i actually do not i just hold a more traditional view in terms of you know i i date you i don't i don't do anything or you know i could be like casually dating you as well it just depends on where i'm personally at in life and whether i want to pursue something more committed but i don't do like one-time things if that makes sense or Um, If I had, you know, maybe in the past, but like in my current life today and my perspective on that intimate experience, I have more of a traditional viewpoint on that. I do recognize from my younger self that I used to get really caught up in that body count number for some reason. And I'm not saying all of us do. I'm sure some of you guys are like, what the heck? That never bothered me. But that was just an insecurity I had, thing I was jealous about. And looking back on why I was jealous, it was probably because I just was not that confident in myself. I might have been scared that someone was prettier than me, someone had a better figure than me, and ultimately you're gonna have to realize like someone is always gonna be prettier, better, whatever than you, and you have to just look at your own competitive advantages and what you bring to the table that other people don't and that's what you have to focus on instead of focusing on what other people have that you don't because that's the reverse of it so that has been what has enabled me to push forward in this mental obstacle with the body count or just with who has this person previously slept with because at the end of the day that's also none of my business you know i think just you have to ask yourself what good does it do for me by knowing this kind of information? The second advice is actually something I recently learned from this girl on social media. Her name is Tinks, T-I-N-X, and I think her Instagram handle is at it's me, Tinks. And she talks about this theory called the box theory, and I heard it initially because my good friend Dana sent it over to me through like TikTok or something, and it was a video clip from Nick, I forget his, Nick Veal, Vile, I don't, sorry, I don't know how to pronounce his last name, but it's, he was on The Bachelor many years ago. And basically, her box theory is this, in that 
it doesn't really matter at what point you sleep with a guy because most men already put you in a box when they meet you or you know when whenever they're talking to you right they either want to date you they want to have sex with you or they want nothing to do with you and when i heard that i realized that i genuinely believe that's true because it doesn't matter how great you are because let's be honest we are all great women and deserve to be treated with high standards but some men are just not ready for whatever it is that you want and vice versa too like if you are also someone that just wants something really casual as well then they hopefully are not in the idea of wanting to date you because then that's not going to go so well for them either but ultimately you are in these boxes and it's really hard to shift from one box to another and I know I'm sure there's some people that want to debate that um, but I've, I've thought it through from my own personal experiences and I think the toughest one is when there's someone that might be like on the brink of like wanting to just sleep with you and wanting to date you and for me personally if I could get if I sense that energy I would usually just cut that person off because I'm a very decisive person. I don't hesitate, you know, when it comes to knowing what I want and what I'm trying to pursue. And if this guy is still trying to decide what he wants, then I'm going to just assume he wants the the hooking up part. Um, but the dating part is, I think it happens more for a man that, again, keyword man, he knows what he wants. He knows where he's at in his own life. He feels secure in it. He feels confident and he's ready to actually take on a real woman and date her. So basically, I would tell my younger self this because I used to get caught up, especially during the initial year after I had ended things with my ex, I would get in my own head about like where things are going. If I was like in the early stages with a guy, um, you know, maybe it's like the first month or month and a half, I'd be like, oh, okay, where where are things going, right? Like, where are we? Um, and I didn't like actually ask these things though, but they were running through my head and I would talk about it with my friend. And, you know, now I look back and I think usually you can just tell. Um, I will say the one instance that I was unsure about I think that was that guy was like half and half for me. Like I think, you know, he he would take me out on formal dates, but and they were like really nice formal dates. Like I'm talking like these were really nice dinners. Um, but we were not at the energy alignment where I feel like we were gonna date, you know? But that's why it felt tricky because we're seeing each other and we're doing things as if we were dating or like you're courting a girl, right? Like you're taking her on nice dates and you're do, you're spending time together. But at the same time, I just did not feel that energy from him that we were going to date. And I will say the same thing too. Like looking back, I remember like, I think I had, I thought I had, I had wanted to date him, but honestly, I think I just was on a high because I had this person right after I had broken up with my former boyfriend and I think I just felt you know obviously fucking amazing because I had a new guy already and was already like a hot shot or whatever you want to call it so um yeah I think you guys should definitely think about the box theory and again that is pretty much that guys put you in a box they either want to date you they want to sleep with you or they just want to be your friend slash have nothing to do with you in that intimate setting the third advice I have relating to dating and relationships is that the amount of years you date the person 
doesn't really matter. And I say this because I remember two years ago, I was with my girlfriend Maddie for Thanksgiving and we were just talking about our futures and kind of what we were wanting, what we hope to see in our future. And at the time I was 21 because this was November 2018 and I think she was 20 or 24 I can't remember but I think she said that she had imagined that she would be married by 24 so I think she was 23 just about to turn 24 and she realized that she wasn't you know nearly gonna be married yet so she had kind of moved that age to 25 and I'm like oh wow so like you're willing to just date someone for about a year And she said, yeah, like she thinks it doesn't take that long to really know if a person is going to be your future husband or not. And I am not going to lie. I judged that a lot. I was like, what the fuck? Like, what do you mean? Like, I think you need at least three to five years. And I will say, I think there's like a balance. Um, I think if you're younger, like when you're 18, obviously you're still growing and so is the other person as a young adult. So those are the years where you're going to, you know, need more time together. And that's pretty often that people date, you know, if they start from college, at least five, six years, maybe seven before they actually get engaged. But I think as you get older, when you go through more dating experiences and you go through more guys and girls, whatever, you start to narrow down more of what you like and what you don't like and what works for you and what doesn't work for you. So with that being said, I do look back now and I think, okay, I actually do agree that you don't need to date three to five years in order to get engaged. Like I used to think that was a box too. Like, oh, you have to date three to five years before it's engagement worthy. And I do not believe in that anymore. Um, I would say like I personally wouldn't date someone for just a year and then get engaged. But I would probably lower it to like being more open-minded to, you know, two years per se. You know, I mean, that's not much of a difference. But I used to basically think like the minimum was three to five years, probably more around four, right? But there is no secret sauce number. There is no like, aha, this is the number. This is the amount of years you have to date someone. And I, again, speak about this for myself because when I was younger, maybe it was because of what, some of the traditional views um, my Vietnamese culture believes and I was taught or told at a young age but I definitely do not believe that you need to date someone for a long period of time more so especially when you are in your 20s way after college because at that point you often have more experience with um, you know the dating world post-college and you're able to just have a more at least, again, in my experience, you're able to be more decisive about what is aligned with you. And I say this because I used to have a lot of judgment for people that dated for a short period of time, which I consider like a year, a short period of time. And nowadays, I have removed that judgment because I have kind of experienced it myself where I have like met someone that I had thought like oh I feel a lot of alignment with this person not to say that I was actually like seriously thinking about it but I 
realize now as I'm older, I get it, if that makes sense. So if you're younger right now and if you have come across a situation where you have older girlfriends or whatever that have gone engaged at a younger-ish age or maybe they got engaged really soon, um, my honest advice there is don't judge until you really experience it yourself and really can actually say you understand um, because if you are in the position where you don't understand how they can make that decision then it probably won't be easy to understand until you experience a certain kind of love and a certain kind of relationship and energy yourself. Thank you again for tuning in to today's weekly bonus episode something i like to do every thursday if you enjoyed this episode or just this podcast in general it would really mean a lot to me if you could quickly go rate and review the podcast on apple Podcasts. yes even if you listen on spotify or another platform you can easily hop on to apple and give a quick review and before you head out be sure to check out all the podcast merchandise it's available on the official website at whatfulfillsyou.com i currently have the cream crew neck and the what fulfills you daily journal and i will give you guys a little promotion code 15 percent off with thank you 15 at checkout again that is thank you 15 at checkout for 15 percent off all the podcast merchandise thank you again for listening this week i will chat with you all next time 